Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Me So Asia. <laughs> so, um, moving on to some more story times for me. But I was watching a tax commercial, right? <laughs> and it made me think of the story about a time that I actually had a tax job. <laughs> and it made me laugh because I only lasted like a day. <laughs> But I'd be more than happy to tell you about what happened and why I quit in the whole nine yards. But I just want to tell you this quick little story time today, and I hope you like it. But other than that, um, I'm just sitting here killing time, waiting to go to my photo shoot. So I was like, let me just do another story time. So <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get to it. So the story started back in Georgia, okay? And... I worked at a retail facility and I was uh, working part-time and then I was also working, no, take it back. I was working part-time and I was going to school school part-time as well. And at some point, my supervisor, what woman call her? Woman call her because she wasn't that bad. She wasn't that bad. She was just really micromanaging. I said, uh, um, I'm going to call her uh, uh, auntie. I'm going to call her auntie. So my supervisor, auntie, was being like a little bit of a micromanager at the time. She was actually kind of making me mad. But she had good intentions. She wasn't malicious. She was, it was just a way about her that she was just so picky about everything about that central checkout because I was a central checkout person i rang up the customers and like did go back sometimes typically uh customer service do all the go backs or like they have people from their respective department who should be technically doing that do their own go backs um they post a check periodically in the front and then um do the go backs to their own department so that's what they typically do and that's pretty much it i just rang up customers and she auntie was making me mad at that time so not just sure if you all know, but you can like go to Indeed, Monster, what else? Indeed, Monster. Ah, uh, there's another one that I'm probably forgetting. Uh, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. I'm drawing a blank. But you can also like these job sites, or or you can go to the direct site you want to apply to. So if you want to apply to the hospital, you apply directly to the hospital, like the websites and whatnot. But what some people do not know is that the state, your state has like a state website and people post jobs there too. So Georgia had one, um, I've got the name of the site, but um, their site has like a job posting board and I feel like it was legit. So I set up a profile because I was ready to get out of retail. I was just so ready to get out of retail. So anything that was not retail related and dealing with customers in that manner, I was applying to. So I went ahead and set up a profile. I was applying to like a couple jobs every day. I made sure that I read the job descriptions. And plus, not too sure if you all knew, but I went to school for accounting. So at that time, I was getting my bachelor's of science in accounting. And I was trying to find something in like, you know, that little accounting finance arena if if I could. Cause I I knew I was in the middle of my degree, but I was like, man, if I can get to that faster, that'd be great. 
I was looking for internships, an entry-level job, or anything. But of course, a lot of jobs in my field, they would you ha- have at least, what, 24 hours of accounting or an accounting degree or whatever. And I didn't have 24 hours yet, so I was at the mercy of these of these other low-paying jobs. I was like, oh, gosh. Part of the process. But it paid off now. But anyway. And I was applying all these jobs and stuff like that. And then, like, there was one. It was like, oh, taxes. I was like, okay, okay. I, I think I can do that. And I took the entry-level tax class. There's actually two classes I had to take. I took like a tax one, there's a tax two. So I was in tax one. I was like, okay. I was like, I can t- use this, you know, tax knowledge and put it on the job and whatnot. And then I applied and then I went to work like regular, went to school like regular because, you know, I don't try to get my hopes up when I'm applying a job. So I just applied and um, what about my life? So it was like weeks that passed. And then um, I finally finished my first tax class and whatnot. So I was going to my second tax class and everything like that. And then I got a call from um, a man and he was all like, hey, um, I see that you applied to our job on the um, website and whatnot. I want to see if you want to do an interview. I was like, sure. When? He said, can you do one right now? We're doing phone interviews. I was like, okay, cool. So then he did the phone interview and it was like, basic tax questions which was fresh in my mind because I just took a like an entry-level tax class so I was like yeah I was answering them answering answer them and then um his big stuff was customer service but I was pretty familiar with because I was a cashier I'm, I'm working with the customer like in their face like I'm handling their stuff so I I talk with them I handle their stuff I make small talk um I pitch the store's credit card like I did everything. So I was like, yeah, I'm pretty hip on it. And he's like, I think you'd be a good candidate. And then he said, the next step is that you need to go ahead and um, pay to get yourself a background check. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Which I never did that before because the job that I was at, at that point, the retail job, they did all that. I applied, they picked me, they ran my background check. But he was like, yeah, you got to go get one. I was like, okay, I guess. So I went ahead. I think it was like, what, 25 or $30 at that time, I guess, to get a background check ran. So I went ahead and went to the um, police department, um, the administrative part, of course. And then they went ahead and helped me got that started. And it take, took about like a week for like a local background check. Yeah, for a local background check. And then I was able to Show the people that A came back all fine and dandy. It's me, it's me, and everything's good to go. They're like, great. And then they're like, well, since you pass the background, um, wait for um, a week or two for the instructions, which I did not know it was because the facility me and these other coworkers were going to be at was actually under construction. So I was like, okay, okay. So I was, I was at my job working like normal and then, auntie was getting like curious by the day because she was like why is she so extra happy because in the back of my mind I was like I'm finna leave this bitch like oh my gosh but these customers la 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 so I was just extra happy that whole week so I'm like yeah they better call me any day I'm about to get the fuck up out of here but I was smart my game plan was I'm about to go to this tax job okay I'm about to work this tax job and see if I even like it. So I was going to pick an off day to actually work a full eight hour day because this job, this tax job was, you know, 
eight hours a day, you know what I'm saying? Little benefits. I was like, ooh, I'm just a part-time cashier. And then I was literally thinking to myself, if I get this full-time job, I'm totally going to go to school completely online because the classes I need left, I totally can. Like, it was in, it was playing in the back of my mind. Like, I was just so ready to get the fuck up out of there. Anyway, so the call finally came. He was like, can you report on this Monday at 8 a.m.? I was like, great. He was like, of course, dress business casual, please. I was like, oh, absolutely. So I went ahead and got my hair did, you know, got my nails done. I went ahead and, you know, practiced a little bit of makeup. I was like, mm, yes, professional. And then I showed up to the fucking building. And not only the building, I observed the surroundings of this building. And I was like, I know this fucking street. Nobody wants to be on the street. Nobody wants to be on the street. I don't want to be on the street. This street is straight hood. This street, I would never walk down in broad daylight. I was like, absolutely not. And I did not even try to like scope out the area until they sent us all a mass email with the um, instructions on how to get there and stuff like that. And it didn't dawn on me, let me GPS this or Google Maps this before I even get there. Nah, me and like probably all the other, what, seven people that was there, we just showed up there like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> it looked like an old abandoned like pawn shop, okay? Then the front side was like these tall windows from still in the floor. And then like um, it had that old like, like style, like, roofing like uh mcdonald's had back in the day it was an all brick building all bricked around it had a bunch of parking uh spots around it so everybody could park closer to the building like i said nobody wants to walk down that fucking street i don't and it was a bunch of like eating places nearby but i want to fucking walk there i would totally drive my car but but um we actually all got there on time all of us had to get there at eight and the guy he got there late, like 10 minutes late. And then his um, instructor, I'm not sure what she was. I'm not sure. I don't Because her teaching style was uh. But she showed up late as well. Um, she showed up 15 minutes late. So we got into the building at like 8.15. Because um, he wanted to wait for her too. But anyway, so we got inside. And it... You know, you know them ceilings that that's like... um. That, they, that you can pop out, like them ceilings. Yeah, it had a little pop-out looking ceilings. Um, it had desks there already, but it looks like refurbished, not a good refurbish. It looks like somebody tried to um, refurbish it themselves, like a DIY project and they failed miserably. So it, it wasn't a business. And then um, they had like these old office chairs that was kind of dusty. And then like the carpet was like brown and like old. I'm over here like, if you want some brown carpet, get like some updated brown carpet because there's some good brown carpets out here. Like I was disappointed. And then like, I'm not sure if I smelled like like mildew or something like that, but there was something wet in there that I, I kept smelling because my senses are really sensitive because I have allergies. So I was smelling something. And then um, the way the desks were, it was like eight of us occurs, but it was like four big desks facing, it was facing the door because no one wants to turn it back on in this. No, but um, it was four desks on each side facing the front, of course, because who wants to turn a bag in the street? And um, 
uh, we had our chairs, and then like in the back back part, um, it was like all your copiers and stuff like that, like all your like office stuff was back in there. Then like they had um the desk ready with papers, and then like pens and pencils and stuff like that. We had our computer monitors ready to go, and it, it, at least that was actually kind of updated looking. It was um updated looking computer monitors and keyboards and mouses and stuff like that. And then um what else and then had a bathroom in the back boys and girl bathroom in the back which i didn't really check because i was just so turned off at this point that i didn't even bother go to the bathroom i was like fuck this i was like if it looks like this out here i don't want to go see the bathroom <laughs> and then um they had like a little refrigerator back there too so if people had lunches you go put it back in there and what else they had up there That's just about it from what i can remember like i remember like this bland brown room with these old desks newish looking computers and it was just looking like plain and then um not sure if i should say the name because i remember the name of the company vividly i'm gonna say it's money services boom i'm, I'm gonna bleep it out so that was the name of the company and um the first day they showed us around of course they did a little tour and then um they went ahead and um assigned our desk and then I was kind of like towards the back a little bit. And then, uh, of course, I had a cell phone. And I'll text people like, this place looks fucking ghetto. And then, like, the head guy left. He was, like, pretty much made sure that everything was up and running. Um, everybody had desks, working computers, and stuff like that. Because we tried it on, make sure everything was good to go. And then after we were all settled in and stuff like that. And then our instructor had, like, her materials and stuff. I think she had, like, a projector, I guess, to put on the wall. Um, some additional stuff, then she was really good to go. And he dipped. And I never saw him that whole rest of the day. And um, she went ahead and um, went ahead with the, with the, oh gosh, my phone. Okay. Went ahead and went, went, ahead and went with the, the um, study plan. So she gave out these tax pamphlets and it was like her lesson plan. And we went ahead and cover these different chapters so she said we're going to cover because it, it was a week she wanted to do a week of training then the following week was going to be a soft opening and then do a grand opening later on that was her game plan so we was going to cover um certain amount of chapters um for the next five days until we finish the whole booklet and we should be um efficient i guess but i remember a lot of paper i was like man it's like they don't use a lot of computer stuff like but yeah, but um, we went through the lessons and stuff like that. And then like, I was sitting there like, this is kind of boring. I was like, I, I don't know about this. And then like, um, I remember one of the guys was all like, have you had like a um, irate customer before? And she was telling me a story about this person was so mad that their tax return was so low and blah, blah, blah. And I was over here like, I can't handle that. And then she said that there's some people that'll try to like get you to like fabricate on a tax form so they can get more money than like what they're trying to get. And I'm like, oh, I can't handle that either. I can't. And then like, she was going over like the fines and if we did something wrong and blah, blah, blah. And I was over here like, this is, this is a lot. Like I didn't think about all this when I applied to this job. Like there's a lot riding on this. Like I got to deal with like rude customers. got to deal with putting accurate information. I got to deal with people trying to pressure me to like, you know, fabricate on stuff or like, um, put extra stuff in there that they really don't really do, but it was just so much. 
And literally by like lunchtime, I knew I wasn't coming back. I already knew. I already knew. And the people there, it was like a mixture of like old and older and like younger crowds. So it was it was a good mix. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think we have I think we had a good like one or two people in each age group, age group that I would probably say, but it, it was not bad. Like I, I like my group of people that I was with. So I would say we can get along pretty well if I stayed. But I don't know about this. And then um we went ahead and break from lunch. Like I said, I knew it wasn't coming back, but I had to finish today because I I wanted to get paid somehow. So then um we went ahead and came back, um, finished out the rest of the lesson, and then um she was like, okay, that's it. Turn off your computer. She told us like the um sign out routine, like how to like close out your little duty station and stuff like that. We went ahead and performed that, and then um we went ahead and closed out everything. And then she's like, I want you all to be back at 8 a.m. You can take your bookers home to study the chapters that we went over. But other than that, those bookers are yours for um, use. But since I knew I wasn't coming back, I left that booklet there. I, I never picked up that booklet. I was like, no, fuck this. And then I was like, okay, cool. But being fake as fuck, I was like, okay, bye, you guys. See you tomorrow. Everyone's like, okay, bye. I went home, told my parents this pretty much the same story, and they're like, oh no. <laughs> they're like, you've been bamboozled. I was like, exactly. And I went back to my real job in retail the next day, and then I was looking hella discouraged. And then, like, my supervisor, Auntie, at the time, she's like, what's wrong? You know, you was actually in a good mood. But like now you're just downtown. It's like nothing, auntie. Just, just, just nothing. Leave, leave me alone. Let, let me, let me soak, bro. Like I, I was just so disappointed. And did um, they were calling me. I didn't show up at eight. So they were calling me and calling me. And then I called back that afternoon. And I was like, yeah. After like some long considerations, I'm gonna have to like decline this job. Like I totally can't. And then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, did something happen? And I pretty much said, you know, this job is not what I thought it was going to be. It's going to take a lot out of me. It's gonna, it's it's a it's pretty demanding, and I just don't feel prepared right now. Plus, I'm in school right now. Got work eight hours. I was giving so many excuses, trying to tell them that I don't want to work for y'all. Like I really don't. But um, they're like, okay, we understand. But they're like, can you at least do it in writing? I was like, oh, bet. So I went ahead and emailed the admin, um, and I told her in an email pretty much what I told um, the guy who hired me. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry that didn't work out. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever, cool, cool, cool. I was like, how to get paid, though? And then she's like, oh, yeah, you get paid about two weeks. Y'all know I never got that paycheck? I never got paid for that job. I never got paid for my eight hours. I never got paid. It's cool, though. It's cool. But, um. Uh, Never got paid for them eight hours. <sighs> but after I uh, quit, right, I'm not sure what happened in that dynamic, that relationship with, like, uh, the owner and, like, his um, subordinates or whatever like that. But I think they had a falling out. And that same, I can't remember, like, how long after I quit this fallout happened. And I said that because, like, I don't know how long because, the admin that I went ahead and emailed my little resignation to, 
She went ahead and sent us email like, this company is fake. It's phony. Don't you work for them? Everybody should quit. Blah, blah, blah. She was just dragging their name through the mud. And then like the guy came back and sent emails like, ignore her. She, she's a disgruntled employee because she got fired and blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is unprofessional. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, like they were having a whole email battle. And then um, pretty much the argument ended with, if, if if you want to like settle this outside the email, let's do so because this is very unprofessional. You're fired and you're mad about it. And you shouldn't be CCing everybody um, about this. And then that's pretty much how it ended. But pretty much, I, I just couldn't handle the pressure. I, I just didn't like the scenery because I feel that, the um the facility that you at you know how you feeling that day how you dressing that day it's just gonna change your mood like I don't understand and then like I think the main kicker was um all the responsibilities for this tax filing stuff like this this is a lot like this is a lot of pressure and I did not want to have it at such a young age like I was like what 21 at this time 21 yeah I was 21 at this time I was like I ain't got time for this but I wanted to leave retail so bad. I was applying everywhere. But um, that little incident made me realize, you know what? This retail job is not that bad. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to another episode of Miso Asia. I'm sorry for another short episode, but I said a lot in this, you know, this little like what, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. I don't know how long I've been talking, but I said a mouthful. Like, I think you would be really happy. But other than that, um, yeah, mm, that tax stuff is definitely not for me. I would definitely not do that again. I'm so glad I found my job in this um, auditing field because that was just too much for me. All of the rules, all of the laws, I was like, I just cannot do this. And then the kicker was um, when the lady was like in my school too, because I was doing both, when um, my teacher and um, my trainer at, at the job was talking about how, oh yeah, laws change and then you got to adapt. I was like, dang, I got to, I got to change my way of thinking sometimes if the law changes. I said, oh, it's too much. But it was a definitely interesting experience. That was definitely my harshest grass ain't always greener on the other side type of story because it was not greener because I was like, you know what? Technically, now, now I think about it right now. I'm going to pit me right now. Technically, that, that retail job was good for me at that time. Like it was a technically a low stress job, you know, they worked for my hours. I was able to like do my schoolwork, go to the gym and by like nighttime, like, or the evening time, I can just work the retail job and scan fucking items. Like at the grocery, like I'm at, at my um register. Like that's, that that's pretty simple. And plus like the type of customers that came through that store and came through my line they know not to act out because I'm not trying to say too much but I, I think I'm saying a lot right now but these type of customers they know not to act out because they they know um they could possibly be banned from this place so um the I rarely had customers try to like blow up on me or try to act out but uh, it is what it is but it definitely made me realize that, you know what, this situation right now is perfect for what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get through with my schooling as fast as I can because I do not want to work here longer than 
another year, I guess, because I was so ready to go. And then like two, um, like I said, less stressful. Three, it was close to my house. Like it was so easy. And then four, I actually liked all my coworkers, surprisingly. I actually liked them all. Like it was a good mixture of like old and young and I was cool with all of them, all of them. And lastly, my supervisor at the end of the day is actually not that, well, was not that bad. Just that she just had a way about her being so picky. And um, after my incident with the tax, you know, place that I was trying to work for, I went ahead and told her about my frustrations with her like digging at me lately. And she definitely apologized for that and was like, I don't mean to put pressure on any of you all. I just know that you all have good potential and I just want you all to have, you know, do a good job because, you know, y'all represent me on this night shift and I know y'all are going to do your best, but I want to push you to like be greater. And then she's like, but if I'm out here stressing y'all, let me know. I, I don't mean to do that. That is not my intentions, which made me feel even better, which made me want to stay a little bit longer. But after a while, I eventually, you know, got a promotion anyway. <laughs> later on, like a couple months like later. So that kind of worked out. So I'm kind of glad I stayed. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed the story time. It's, it's another story time that's a trip down memory lane. And it was a lesson for me to learn. But other than that, <clears throat> you can watch and listen to this podcast on YouTube at Asia MK. And of course, you can continue to listen to the podcast on other streaming platforms. Um, you can listen to as free as you want to. Enjoy. Also, you can follow me on my social media at Asia MK Charnay because I'll be posting all my latest and greatest stuff. I'm actually really active on Instagram, actually. I never realized how active I was until I was looking at my um, archived posts and I was looking at how much stuff I would like post every other day and stuff like that. I'm like, man. I post a lot during my hour and I say an hour, sorry, I'm rambling, but I say an hour because I put like a social media timer on my phone. So that's for any social media app. That's for Reddit. That's for Twitter. That's for um, Facebook. That's for Instagram. That's for Telegram. That's for anything, so anything social, Discord, all that. Every time I, every time I go on any one of those apps, Combine all together, all that time, I keep visiting the apps. If it hits an hour, my phone goes. Every time I try to access it after my hours is like exceeded, it goes, nope, sorry. You're, you're past the hour mark. Mm. And you could bypass that, honestly. You could buy yourself a minute or like 15 minutes or just totally ignore the limit for the whole rest of the day if you want to. But I like to stay within an hour because there's so much stuff that I can totally do, you know, without being on social media. But I love being on there because I'm pretty much networking with people and I'm planning stuff with other people. So that's what I'm typically on there most of the time for. Or I post something silly, which is like a quick few seconds. So, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, sorry for rambling. But like I said, my Instagram is um, Asia and K Charnay. So glad we went on this little trip today. So excited. Can't wait to share some more because there's always some shenanigans that I definitely want to share with you all because I still have a lot of interesting stories left. I can't wait to share. Until next time, my friends. Everybody be safe out there. Toodles. Toodles.